This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it is time for the fourth round table of the Pittsburgh Steelers 2021 and NFL draft we have a brand new offensive tackle the position that uh, a lot of fans have been clamoring for this entire draft process the fourth pick this team makes they go that spot being Dan Moore the big offensive tackle out of Texas A&M let me just introduce everyone here first before we get into the pick of course my name is Michael Beck Uh, my curtain call co-host Jeffrey Benedict uh, beside me here in the live stream Jeffrey how are you I'm I'm doing good, man. Steelers going all offense today. It's crazy. Four picks in a row. Someone's got to do some research on that. That uh, I, I couldn't tell you the last time that's happened because I know they've done three in a row, four in a row. It's probably a, a long time since that happened. But uh, our third amigo today, Maddie Peverell, touchdown under. Maddie, how are you? Yeah, good guys. It's uh, just going three fifteen in the morning, so this is usually <laughs> what time I'm watching a game. So. Yeah, this is the super fan. I woke up literally 10 peaks ago, so body clock's just tuned in. Wow, you are a savage. I think that's the best (laughs) way to describe that. Three o'clock in the morning, that is commitment, that is fandom, but we are here to talk about the pick. So I'll throw this over to Jeffrey Benedict first. What's your initial reaction to the Steelers taking Dan Moore? Uh, My initial reaction was like, who? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I... He is he is one of those guys that was not really on my radar. I had to look him back up and be like, oh yeah, okay, that guy. Uh he yeah. Uh he I mean he played in the SEC. Uh he was a he was a guy who did well at the at the senior bowl, so I understand it. Uh and the Steelers, hey, they dressed offensive line again. They're they're serious about this. Yeah, no kidding. Uh Maddie, your same thoughts on the same question. 
Yeah, it's 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 hard when you got a guy like this, like Dan Moore. I mean, there's a few guys that for a lot of us on BTSC that are still sitting there on the board. So we're, we're, I think there's a few of us that have all got another pick we're hoping for at 140. But you look at a guy like Dan Moore, 139 on Daniel Jeremiah's top 150 prospects. You heard them in the commentary. They said in other drafts he could go in the second round. 5.86 draft grade coming out there. Um I mean, he's look. We're not drafting a guy in the fourth round to start day one, so it's 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 now down to do the Steelers think they can develop this guy, and that's why we've picked him where we have. Yeah, for myself, I, I do like the pick. Uh, the guy has some freakishly long arms. He's got a, a really good body type. As Tylen Wallace gets drafted by the Baltimore Ravens, that's a good pick for them. Um, Jeffrey not puts his us. hands on his head. <laughs> not for us, but um, don't like that one for them. For for Dang. the Steelers here in Danmore. One of my initial reactions is I hope he's good enough to uh, pass Joe Hagan training camp so the Steelers can cut him and recoup another comp pick for next year. Uh, but like, honestly, like that's, that would be ideal. Uh, like I, I can't see them carrying four tackles on game day uh, just based on how many guys they have on the interior now. Uh, so I think that'd be the perfect situation is if they're able to do that, save some money next year, even and uh, recoup another pick for next year. That's really my initial thoughts. Jeffrey, this next question going over to you is, do you think this is a reach? Is this a steal? How are you feeling on that? I, I think this is this is the Steelers showing that they have specific linemen in mind. Uh, Adrian Clem talked about how you know their, their third-round pick, Kendrick Green, he, he's got the attitude. He's got the fight in him. They want those guys. They don't he even they even asked him, can you coach that up? And he's like, I don't think you can. Like when you get into a, a big situation and you're facing off, like, is it in you or is it not? Are you that dog? Are you is it even said, are you that wolf? Uh this this is that guy. He's got the aggressiveness in the run game. He is a developmental guy. He's he's big. I mean, he's he's a big dude. He's got the long arms. And uh Really, they, they say he's a project that's fit for uh, zone schemes. So he really fits what they want to do. He's a, he's a zone run guy, and he's um, he's a he's a guy with an attitude. I also looked up uh, the last time the Steelers went four straight picks to start the draft on offense was 1984. They went wide receiver, tight end, wide receiver, and guard. Do you know who the first pick was in 1984, Michael? Lewis Lips. Lewis. Lips followed by Chris Kolodzijewski. It's it's yeah, it's Eastern European. Ouija Thompson and Terry Long. Ouija Thompson was a wide receiver. Terry Long a guard. That's the last time the Steelers went for offense. Uh, Tommy to a guy going to the Browns. Another one of our uh, favorites there, Jeffrey. The AFC North is picking a lot of our favorite players, which is uh, yeah. kind tends to be the way it just goes when it comes to this division. And the way we think, but I suppose that means uh, maybe uh, Jalen Twyman could be there later for them because I know how much you love that player, Jeffrey. But uh, Maddie, kicking it down to you, are, same thoughts on this? Or is this a steal? Is this a reach? Or is, is this good value? Well, I mean, like in, in what I've just been able to pull up so far, I take two things, two positives. Decent patience against rush counters, adequate, adequate recovery anchor against the bull rush. And then I look at a weakness, which is rarely controls the action with strong hands. To me, I like the positives and in the weakness. I think the Steelers. I think we can address this in terms of what we do and, and how we coach the offensive line. So that's the thing. This is going to come down to how he adjusts and how we coach him. So I, I look if the Steelers are picking him this early, as I said before, with the guys that are still on the table, we got to have a bit of faith in, in the organization here. Yeah, the way I see it, I know the tackles. A lot of fans 
we're kind of leaning towards like Stone Forsyth. Uh, the kid from Miami, uh, Miami, Ohio, that is. I can't remember his name. I'm blanking oh. on it. Uh, but both those players, their biggest issue is that they're leaners in the run game. Clearly, the Steelers are drafting guys that are aggressive on the ground. They are all in on fixing this rushing attack. Uh, I guess we can believe when Art Rooney says that a couple months ago that they're all in on fixing the ground game. Four picks in a row that are all, all basically ways to help boost up that kind of uh, – Part of this offensive scheme, of course, we know Matt Canada is uh, coaching that up now. So there's a new scheme, uh, two guys that are really going to push for playing time. I, we'll get into this in a second, but uh, two guys that will push for playing time, a guy on the edge that's, I think, instantly probably your best blocking tight end. And, of course, they have that that uh, flashy new running back. So it, it's getting kind of interesting to see how this team's rushing attack will shape up, especially uh, considering how this team will probably wind out the draft. I'm assuming they're going all defense from here on out. They'll probably throw a receiver in. They are the Pittsburgh Steelers. But, um, Jeffrey, on this one, what is your kind of timeline for a guy like this, for his ability to start, and how much playing time do you think uh, he's going to get on uh, in, in year one? That's tough to predict. Uh, I mean, he is a fourth-round pick, so he's pretty safe to make it through the first season. He's not a guy who's going to get cut. Uh, so, really, I could see him being that extra tackle. You know, get him in there, get him to the sixth offensive lineman. Uh, you know, let him, let him, let him build in. I, I would think next season is where you're looking for him to come in. You, you almost need that to happen. He's a fourth-round pick. This isn't, you know, this isn't a, a late-round project. He needs to step it up quick. Uh, and really, I love it. I love it. We're getting new offensive coordinator in Matt Canada. We're getting a new offensive line coach, and they're both getting people that fit their system. Matt Canada got a running back and a tight end. You know, Clem's got two offensive linemen. So we're going to see right away here in the next two years whether these these hires are going to work out or if they're not the you know not the right guy. Yeah, you're definitely not wrong in this. Before I kick it over to Maddie, I, I know, Jeffrey, you didn't like the idea of Stone Forsythe because uh, he, he kind of transitions a, a little bit or looks the same as uh, Chuksa Korafor did coming out. D do you like uh, Dan Moore over St Stone Forsythe and the other tackles on the board? Yeah, yeah, I, I like him basically because he fits he fits with, with what we're seeing. You know, Najee Harris is a great outside zone runner. Uh Kendrick Green is a great outside zone center. This guy's another outside zone guy. Like these, these are the guys they're getting. He, he fits the scheme. So you know, I got you. Got to put trust in him. You know, you may have a guy that I like look at on film and I say I like that guy, but if he doesn't fit the scheme, then he doesn't fit the scheme. Like it, it's not a good pick. So for me, I, at this point in the draft, I'm looking at does he fit what we're trying to do? And uh, he's consistent. He's consistent with what the Steelers have been doing so far this draft. So, Matty, what do you think the Steelers' uh, tackle depth chart is going to look like at both left and right tackle? Yeah, that's a great question. That's a great question, Michael. Um, you know, I think you're looking at it now. You Surely this guy goes into the right tackle side. You've got left tackle there. Like, I mean, I don't know. Everyone talks about putting Zach Banner over. Uh, for me, that's where I am a little bit less confident, I, I have to admit. I, I want to see a bit of work there. I don't think we've necessarily got to see that. Um, obviously, you got that contract. The Steelers are supportive of that. I mean, you know, we're still sitting there. And this is the thing I think has been really interesting in this draft from people like, oh, tackle, tackle, tackle in like the third round. There are still a bunch of guys there in free agency. There's guys like Schwartz that are sitting there. You know, Villanueva is still sitting there. Like, they're, that's the thing. I think it's it's so funny to watch a lot of the draft reaction for all the teams over the last 
what, what is it, 72 hours or so, you know, as the sort of the height went into the first round. But if you don't feel your needs today, there's still a number of veterans at a number of different positions that are sitting there in free agency. So, we, we you know, we've only got eight picks in this draft unless we make different trades. We don't have to fill every need with with those picks either. We don't have to get younger everywhere. There are some positions we are going to want some proven experience. So I think fans, we all just need to, it's hard in the moment. And, you know, I mean, you guys see it with me with the BTSC Slack channel. I'm in there like nothing else at all hours of the day. Hence, I'm on it, you know, almost 3.30 in the morning. But you have to sort of sit there and take stock and go, okay, there's a plan here. This is a process. You know, there's several months to go in the season. We're going to try these guys out. You know, some teams cut fourth round picks, you know, not usually the Pittsburgh Steelers, but there are teams that do do that as they go into the season. So we do have to wait and watch a little bit here. Uh, before we keep going on this, we do have a uh, super chat from Edward James Gardner, who puts $2 in the tip jar. Uh, he asks, hey, guys, thoughts on maybe getting uh, Talanoa Hafango? That would be the safety. I-, I hope I got that name right. I-, I know I'm a West Coast guy. Don't watch too much USC if I'm being honest with you. But uh, the big safety out of USC. Uh, Maddie. I-, I know you're a huge prospect list guy. I'll throw this down to you first. Does this name ring any bells to you? And would you uh, like the idea of uh, adding a safety? I think for most people, if you were to get him now in the fourth round, it's probably about where he needs to fall. But I mean, I like a guy called Jamar Johnson who's still sitting there. Um, you know, he could have gone even as high as the second, you know, for some people on their boards. I think it's um, Muka Umu still out there as well. I don't I don't think he fits really what we need from a safety though. And obviously we've still got a need at slot corner there. So, you know, and there's guys like Trey Hill that we've all talked about on the offensive line. You know, there's other running backs you could add into the room. Um, that might give us a bit more than what we've got even sitting there currently right now. So I'm not sure he's what we need to fill with one more pick left in the fourth, and we've got nothing in the fifth coming up unless there's a trade-up. Yeah. Um, Just really quickly here, the Saints took Ian Book, so one of the most confusing quarterback rooms in the NFL. Just got a little bit more confusing because those three guys don't make much sense to me. Uh Okay, uh, Baltimore's <laughs> almost on the clock. But moving on, Jeffrey, I'll throw this one over to you now. What do you think of the Steelers' offensive line? Have they done enough? Back-to-back picks, they go O-line, they got a center, now they got a tackle, more of a left tackle. Those were really the two spots they had to fill. Are, are you a little bit more comfortable with this offensive line, or is there more work still to be done? Well, we have our our, our center pick, Kendra Green, is a center guard. You know, he can play all three positions on the interior. Um and so can B.J. Finney. So whoever is a starter there, the backup is able to be that backup position that we like and fill center, guard, and guard. Uh, we have our starting guards are locked in. Tackle, now we have competition. Now we have a developmental guy, and we have kind of a veteran guy. I like the offensive line room. Uh, it's going to require – we're going to need to see Kendrick Green really show you know what the Steelers think he has. And uh, after that, I, I think it's in good shape. I think we're actually in really good shape, uh, and it's it's weird to think because you know we're used to the line that had the three really high picks with with you know uh, DeCastro and Pouncey being first round picks. Marcus Gilbert was a second round pick, and we had the undrafted guys on the other side. And now we're gonna have a bunch of mid round guys, or DeCastro and the mid rounders. Yeah, it really is interesting how they put this offensive line together, especially with how they rounded it out uh, previously with, with their old unit. So. 
it'll be interesting to see how this group kind of grows together. But, Maddie, I'll offer you the same question. Are you feeling okay with this offensive line unit right now, or are you still hoping they try to add somebody? Depends who's there that's left in the next couple of picks. But, I mean, you know, I'm still really keen on Trey Hill. But I think now we need to look at edge and we need to look at linebacker, you know, with this pick 140. So we're going to have to hope that we trade back up into the fifth or somehow <laughs> Trey Hill sitting there in the sixth. But, you know, somehow Pat Freemuth was sitting there in the second. So, you know, let's see. But I'm really happy after Kendrick Green. I mean, hopefully the Steelers fans that are a bit, you know, concerned about that pick still can have seen some of the stuff coming out about him and i think for me that's made it a bit more confident as we've gone into day three here in the draft in terms of what that offensive line looks like yeah and really the way i look at it too like jeffrey was saying before there's tons of competition uh i like that uh, the best guys are going to play this is a brand new offense uh brand new offensive line coach so really, I think there's going to be some opportunities, especially for the third and fourth round pick to come in and, and steal some playing time right away. I think we could definitely see that ha- happening. But uh, Jeffrey, what are your thoughts on the running game as a whole now? The Steelers have dedicated a lot of picks to fixing it. Uh, are you confident that the, this won't be the 32nd ranked rushing team in 2021? I, I actually am. Uh, I have gotten, the more I've looked at stuff, the more I have really, really liking what they're doing. Uh Freyer Moose in the second round, he's he's huge upside, but he's got a pretty solid floor as well. And year one, he's going to allow us to move Eric Ebron around. You're going to see those two tight end sets like, you know, we've we've seen before work with Vance McDowell and Jesse James. Uh, I think we're going to see more of that. And in Matt Canada's offense, that's big. That's a lot of motion. That's a lot of moving pieces. Uh, and it's going to really, I think, we'll bring out more in Eric Ebron, but that's also going to allow us to put a little more power on the field. And, you know, if you've got run blockers, if you've got Eric Ebron in the slot, that's a run blocking plus. That's not a negative at that point. When he's in line facing ends and uh, outside linebackers, not great. When he's on the outside and he's able to pick on safeties and cornerbacks, he's killing them. Like that, he, Eric Ebron will murder someone in run blocking if they're smaller than him, if they're that much smaller than him. So to me, the run game has gotten a lot better. Uh, and, and Najee Harris is flexible. He can move around. I could see points where, you know, we've seen Matt Canada in college have multiple running backs on the field. And you'll see one running back switch out and the other running back move into the, out, into the backfield just in motion. And you could see it. I could see like Anthony McFarlane lined up outside like a receiver, like he did a decent chunk last year. And Najee Harris in the backfield. And all of a sudden, Najee Harris rolls out into a slot and Anthony McFarlane's in the backfield. And you're on the defense, you're like, all right, what are they doing? You know, so I really like the way they're going. Uh, I think it's really coming together and showing the vision uh, for the new Steelers offense. Yeah. Um, one thing I should say before we continue on, we will stay live for the Steelers' uh, second, fourth round pick. Um, there is continuing to be this kind of a run on edge rusher. So just kind of yeah. a, a look ahead at the Steelers' next pick before we get there. Maddie, do you think the Steelers need to take an edge now because of the frequency that they're coming off the board? It's a hard one. This is where we go best player available versus need versus the runs on different positions. But yeah, when I'm looking at it, you've got Chris Rump, who we thought we probably could get there later on. He's gone. You know, Jordan Smith's gone. I didn't really see him in the fit there. I think my, you know, Minnesota just took Rashad Weaver. I think it's about to be announced. I saw yep. that on Twitter. Um, I'm looking at Johnson out of Tulane. I think he's still available. Sorry, I've been trying to catch up on this since I woke up. But yeah, if we're going to get one, but equally, there's a guy there that's falling that we saw this through the process that I know that Jeffrey's a fan of as well. You guys talked about him on Curtain Call. Shaka Tony's still sitting out there from what I know. So I'm like, 
the thing that's pointing to me as I'm watching this fourth round roll out, I think we've got to find a way to trade up into the fifth. Now, I know that's going to throw a spanner in the works, but I'm just looking at some of the players that are sitting there that are potential fits, and it might be wishful thinking from this Steeler fan, but I don't know how you can sit there and wait till pick number 216 for our next one after 140 with the talent that's on the board. I mean, trade a few, trade anything after the fourth for next year. We know there's some compensatory picks coming. You can figure it out later in terms of how you get back into the later rounds next year, but the, the talent that's still on the board at a number of key positions. Yeah. Like, come on, Kevin, <laughs> get on the phone, mate. <laughs> Stop announcing picks. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think you really are nailing a point there is there is a big gap here for the Steelers. We're getting these two picks and then there's a big gap and we've got cornerback where we need somebody and we've got outside linebacker where we need somebody. And it's going to be very interesting to see where the Steelers go here. Cause there are, if, if you're going to get outside linebacker, you got to get them here. And if you're going to get a cornerback that's going to come in and contribute right away, you've got to get them here. There's not time. Like, I'd love to see them trade back up in the fifth and try and get both. But if they can't, you know, who are they going for here? Who do you go for in the fourth when you've got two guys you need to draft? Uh, it's going to be interesting to me to see that. Well, I think Hill I think Hill now comes off their board. I think, you know, we look at the offensive line. You now feel Dan Moore and you feel Kendrick Green, who they talk about can play at guard there as well. Like, you know, there's different other guys that get super late at center. I was hoping Drew, Drew Dowling could have been that guy. You know, it might be a Manette sitting there. But I think they're going to – this has got to be a defensive pick, surely. Like, this would be the shock for me. If this if this pick 140 is not a defensive pick, then, yeah, the, my jaw is hitting the floor. So this is a little bit of interesting uh, news to me uh, with a couple corners going off the board back-to-back here. Marco Wilson of the Cardinals and then Trey Brown is going to the Seahawks. Uh, so we're three pick, or two picks from the Steelers pick. But uh, Jerry Dulac still suggesting the Steelers could re-sign Alejandro Villanueva. Jeffrey, what are your initial thoughts on that? Do you, Does that make any sense after uh, drafting Dan Moore in the fourth? It actually does. Uh, clearly, you're not getting a starter this year, right? So if the Steelers don't like their backup situation now, you could sign Villanueva and you could bump a Corafor to that swing tackle. Or, you know, just go in with the three of them, Banner, a Corafor, and Villanueva and say, you know, two of you guys are going to start. One's going to be the swing. Uh, I'd let you cut your dude. Michael Bag lets you cut that back up, get that, get that comp pick a little better situation, and let let the bat let the you know the rookie sit, let him learn, give him some, give him some breathing space. So now the Cowboys go the offensive tackle from Marshall, that being Josh Ball. So the Steelers are just the Cincinnati Bengals away from being on the clock. Uh, before we get there, just your kind of closing thought, Maddie, on Dan Moore uh, being the, the Steelers' fourth-round draft pick, their first fourth-round draft pick. I mean, when we've got a guy that most most people are sleeping on and saying could be drafted from the fifth onwards, the Steelers are drafting him in, in the fourth round. You know, we, let's take the approach we took a little bit with Kendrick Green yesterday. They're seeing something they like. To me, if he's if you're in a top 150 prospects, I know there's only 256 picks being made, but you're still in that top 150 there. And then you've got guys that are scouting this inside out back the front that are sitting there and saying, look, in some drafts he'd be up up there in you know potentially even a second round pick. But you know we've got to, we know how deep the offensive line has been this year as well. I like it in the fourth. You know, and, and it's it goes back to what Jeffrey said earlier as well. You know, we're so used to drafting guys really early or then really late, even undrafted. 
let's see what let's see what a mid round guy looks like. Let's let's see what that looks like in terms of Steelers coaching. You know, like and and I think back to the guy that made one of Arizona's picks. You know, yesterday, you know, Kelvin Beecham. You know, he was projected to do nothing, and he's up there still with a career played. You know, all sixteen games last year for for the Cardinals, up there making their pick. I mean, we've got to look at our pedigree in terms of how we bring players on. And and for me, let, let's back him here. Uh, Jeffrey, your closing thoughts on Dan Moore. He fits, he fits what the Steelers are going for. So it's on now, you know, it's, it's on them to me, to me, that's on Adrian Clem. It's, it's, what are you going to do with these guys? You've got what you wanted. Now it's up to you to show that you, you can pick good players and you can coach them up and you can get them to play for you. As for me, I think this definitely signifies the Steelers' commitment to fixing the rushing attack, their commitment to protecting who Ben in his final years, the next quarterback, whoever comes in. Uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of these picks. I think also help signify that they're probably comfortable transitioning this offense over to a rookie. Uh, rookie's best friends is a really good rushing attack, a big tight end that you can check the ball down to in the passing game. And solid offensive line play. Uh, this these picks go beyond just fixing the running game. I think they also try to uh, help uh, fix, or not even fix, but kind of uh, provide a base to whoever the next quarterback is for your Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, as we wait for the Steelers to come on the clock, well, I think they are on the clock at this point now. Yeah, Bengals. But- yeah, I've just seen the Bengals, according to one of the sources that we've been quoting so far, Michael, just slightly ahead of taking Deontay Smith, ACU offensive tackle. Um, so before we get to the Steelers pick, then uh, I'm curious, uh, your guys' uh, projections, who do you think it's going to be? Uh, Matty, I'll start with you on this one. Who do the Steelers take at 140? I want it to be McGrone. It's more likely to be Sean Wade, but I don't know. I could see an edge here. Do we get, do we get Johnson out of Tulane? Jeffrey, same question over to you. Who is going to Sean Wade? That was fast. I want Sean Wade, man. That's that's my guy. Sean Wade in the slot. I think that's the perfect pick. I know people are kind of stunned that he's falling. A couple other games, I guess we can look for Morgan Moses. Uh, he's there, the linebacker out of Alabama. Uh, Cam McGrone uh, out of Michigan. Uh, there's some names there. Um, apparently, the pick might be in for the Steelers already. Uh, yes. I keep a, I keep refreshing it to see who it is. I haven't gotten the name yet, but um, when got, the pick, I've go. got Buddy Johnson out of Texas A and M. Mm. Bobby Johnson. All right. So um, as that pick becomes official here, um, we will transition for everyone listening on the podcast platform side. You can click over to to part two um, for those names um, if you're listening on YouTube or on Facebook. Just hang tight. We will be back in just a moment to break down the Steelers' fourth round pick, their second fourth round pick. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. 
Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.